Samaritan power to begin to reap the harvest, to begin to share you with everybody that you put in our sphere of influence. We love you, we honor you, and we glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Woo! Uh, Suki, can I have a bottle of water? Hallelujah. So, um, the text today, the title of my message today is Refuse to Live in Faith. I want you to know that you have to refuse to live in fear. Fear is rampant. Fear is running all around, all around us. Hallelujah. Not just on our jobs. It's not just in our neighborhoods, but it's even in our families. And it's for some, it's even in their household. But I want you to know that you have to refuse to allow fear to take over you. You have to refuse to allow fear to come to you. Amen. It's your state of mind that's going to carry you through in this time. Amen. Let me say that again. It's your state of mind that's going to carry you through in this time. So you have to refuse to receive the negative. You have to refuse to, to, um, to hear any news that has to do with fear. What has, what has to do with anything about you receiving? Hallelujah. And let me, let me even say this. You're going to have to refuse even what may come up in your own head, in your own mind. Because, you know, you might, <coughs> you might, you know, you, whatever symptoms they have out there, and it'll just dance across your mind. You have to refuse to live in fear. Refuse to believe all of that. What you have to believe is what? The word of God. You have to believe the word of God. We sing Amen. the songs, I believe, I believe, I believe, but do we really believe? Because our faith and our hope and our trust now 100% has to be in the promises of God. It can't be a waiver. It can't be a doubt. Because if it's a waiver and it's a doubt, it won't carry you through. Hallelujah. I got anybody listening? Amen. Anybody in the house today? Amen. Amen. So my text today is 2 Timothy 1.7. Hallelujah. And as you can see, I don't have much. So I'm kind of just, I'm going to go through that, go, go through what God just puts on my heart. So 2 Timothy 1, 7, it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. So one thing I want you to know is fear is a spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. So it is a spirit that comes and goes. It is a spirit that will visit you. It is a spirit that comes to cause you to all of a sudden freeze. Your heart starts beating fast. You get a little nervous glitter in your stomach. It's a spirit that comes. Now, when, you, when you're riding and you're driving and you know you're pushing the limits of the speed and you're going a little bit too fast and if all of a sudden a police car comes up behind you, all of a sudden your heart, your, 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 your heart begins to boop, 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 boop. You get a little glitch in your stomach, you know? You start thinking, oh, not again. Not again. You know? <laughs> you thinking, you know? 
spirit. Amen. Peace of God will rest on you. So, for God, it's not a spirit that God gives us. So, if it's not a spirit of God, and it's not a spirit God gives us, what does that tell you? It tells you exactly what type of spirit it is and who it's coming from. So God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. So there's a spirit of power that comes on you. There's a spirit of love that comes on you. And the spirit of a sound mind. That's what we have to have in this day and in this situation. It has to be a sound mind. So when the spirit of fear comes, you have to come back the spirit of fear with the spirit of a sound mind. Amen. Come on. <laughs> I don't know whether y'all getting this or not, but this is good to me. Amen. Hallelujah. The spirit of a sound mind. Okay, so nobody who has received salvation should really be frustrated if you receive salvation. You saved. You saved from the spirit of fear. Think about this. In, in Hebrews, it talks about um, these things that accompany salvation. So a sound mind is a thing that accompanies Salvation. Peace is a thing that accompanies salvation. Wave at me if you saved. Wave at me if you received salvation. Woo! So what comes your way, hallelujah, is the spirit of a sound mind resting on you because you have stepped into salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. So think about all of the people who are panicking all over the place. Think about all of your neighbors and people on your job and all of the people that you hear talk about this coronavirus, talk about all of the symptoms, talk about everything that's going on, talk about everything that the news feed is saying. Think about all of those people. And when you think about all of those people, all of those people that have not received salvation are operating in what? The fear. spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to be careful and cautious about who you talk to. And when you're talking to those people, you got to be careful that their belief now in conversation does not become your belief. Because as they're talking about what they have received from the news media and the other places, because what they have received is a spirit of fear. They might not have been in fear, but the more they begin to listen to the news and the more they begin to listen to reports, the more fear comes on them. And what happens is they begin to share it. They begin to share it. They don't share it in a positive way. Think about the news. The news doesn't give you all, most of the news is, is bad news. 
because they make money off of bad news. For some reason or another, I don't know why we as a country are so addicted to bad news. We want to hear bad news more than we want to hear good news. Why is that? I don't know. So we turn on the news to hear how many people are dying. And people spread how many people are dying. But I don't hear on the same scale news about how many people are surviving. Me. He's got a plan for me. Amen. And the word of God says, 
hallelujah. What is your plan for after the coronavirus? If you have a plan for after the coronavirus, then you will survive the coronavirus. If you don't have a plan, you don't know what your plan is, then likely you're unsure of your direction. You're unsure of God's word. Because the assurity and the peace comes in knowing God's word. The assurity and the peace comes in knowing God's promises. Mm -hmm. The assurity and the belief comes in resting in God's word. So I don't care if you hear Brother Brian say, I don't care what's going on. I'm really sick and tired. I'm tired of hearing about it. His resting is in the word of God. That's where your resting place has to be. It has to be in, I know the promises of God. I know the word of God. God's word covers my life. God's word covers my house. God's word covers my family. And I'm standing in his word. I'm believing in his word. Amen. So, sound mind. We have to have power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. Power, use the power of God. You know what the power is? I know I'm going all over the place. I should have started with power, then I should have went with love, then I went to sound mind. But do you know what the power is? Nobody knows what the power is? Let me help you out. The power is the name of Jesus. The power is the name of Jesus. In his name, I'm healed. In his name, I'm set free. In his name, I'm delivered. It is the power of Jesus. The word of God is the power unto salvation. So that tells us the power is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus is the word made flesh. Jesus is the power source. Jesus in the name of Jesus. Jesus is blood over your life. Jesus is blood over the doorposts. All of those things you need, you need to have an understanding about. Hallelujah. And just, just me speaking now, I know that in the back we have um, 11 uh, uh, um, communion cups. So before we leave here today, I want to make sure that everybody has a communion cup. Because it can't be just something ritual. It has to be something that we know and we believe. That by his stripes, every stripe, I am healed. I'm whole. It's time out for just a discussion round and round. It's now time for our faith in God to rise. Our faith in God has to go to the next level. Amen. I'm telling you, you got an enemy. And I'm telling you, your enemy, Satan, he does not like you. Mm. And if the devil, <laughs> what is that? Is that? 
It is time for us to get mobilized. It's time for us to understand that this is a fight, whether we like it or not. And it's time for us to understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carbon. And the reason being is you, President Trump is telling you all along, the enemy is not seen. What does he say? The enemy is, is invisible. We're fighting an invisible. Mm, yep. Amen. So, even, even understanding the fact that we're fighting the invisible, our weapons, the weapons of our warfare, are not cardinal. They're mighty. Right? Through God to pull them down strong. This should tell you exactly how you have to fight the coronavirus. And this should tell you who should be fighting the coronavirus. Amen. Amen. Every believer, yep. every Christian, every church that rises up now can push the enemy's hand back. Amen. It's not that coronavirus has not been around. It's not all of a sudden, okay, boom, it's here. No, it has been here. It has been around. But it just decided to multiply and to show his big, ugly head. <laughs> and because we have the power of God, we need to, we, we need to take a baseball bat and wind that baseball bat up. Wind back. Come on. <laughs> and pitch that right out of the ballpark. Yep. Hit it right out of the ballpark. <laughs> Not pitch it, hit it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, he's going to Hallelujah. Y'all can see I know play no baseball. I used to play baseball, though. I used to play baseball when I was a kid. Witnessing and being able to witness to people, to different people 
everywhere, you're going to need the gifts that God has placed in your belly. Amen. 2 Timothy 1.6, it says, this is why I remind you to fan the flames. Come on, everybody start fanning your flames. Come on, fan, fan your, this is what you need to be doing. The verse says, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gifts God gave you when I laid my hands on you. To fan into flames. To fan into flames. Why do we have to fan into flames? Because the church is not on fire. Because the church is not hot. And the church, some church is not even smoking. <laughs> we gotta start smoking. Yep. We gotta start smoking. No. <laughs> we gotta start smoking. <laughs> if you be paying attention, you won't be talking to yourself. <laughs> Y'all you a Sarah Tim Tat? And I said, we gotta start smoking. He was like, we gotta no, no, we don't have to start Thoughts 
he said to her that this was the time for her to rise up and, and to act. And if she decided not to, that God would surely deliver his people, that he would, another way would come, that he would deliver his people. I almost feel like that that's even the time that we're in now. You can refuse to be quiet. You can, you can choose to be quiet. You can choose to sit back. But God is going to reap the harvest. The question is, where are you? Are you in God's place? Amen? Amen. So I just want to uh, give you one more scripture, Romans 2 and 2. And I want to give it to you from the New uh, Living Translation. It says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. Everybody see that? Romans 2, 2 and Romans 12, 2. It says, don't copy the behavior of the customs of this world. If you copy the behavior and the customs of everything you see other people doing, I want to assure you, you will be lost. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's important. The sound mind is going to get you through what, you, what we're facing. It says, then you will learn how to know God's will for you, which is good. And pleasing. And real quick, sound mind. First Peter 1 Peter 1.13. It says, so prepare your minds for action. And exercise what? Self-control. It says, put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ has re is revealed to the world. And I want you to know Jesus Christ is going to be revealed Amen. to the world. Amen? Amen. I'm going to give you two more. I'm going to give you two more. And then we're going to sing, pray, and go home. We're going to sing, pray, and go home. That girl loves the beat. No matter what, we're going to need to get her some drums. We need to get her a drum set just let her just go. <laughs> All right. A sound mind recognizes who we are in Christ and does not depend on human wisdom and strength. And I've been quoting the scripture all morning. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5 says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not cardinal, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity into the obedience of God. You getting through this, you have to have a sound mind. Getting through this, you're going to have to remember, I need to bring my thoughts in line with God's word. I need to think God's word. Because all kinds of thoughts and situations are going to come to your mind. 
You got to bring your mind in line with the promises of God and God's word. Amen? Amen. And I'm telling you, we're talking scripture and we're saying things, stuff that we already know as Christians, as we live this thing out. But I'm telling you, fear will come and grip you if you start coughing, if you start wheezing, if you're around other people. And I'm telling you what to do with that fear. Send it back to the pit of hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got to do with it. <laughs> because it is a spirit from hell. Send it back. Amen. Don't receive it. Don't go by what you see. Don't go by your natural seeing, feeling, tasting, yeah. hearing. Yeah. To conquer this spirit. You have to be in power, love, and you have to have a sound mind. And that's what I want to equip you with today. Is that you know how to conquer this spirit. Philippians 4, 6-8. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And then what will happen? The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, you can't even understand it, it has surpassed your understanding. It says, will surpass um, understanding and will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. During this time, I'm telling you there are two areas that need to be guarded. Your heart and your mind. And if you want the peace of God to rest on you, to be guarded, it says you have to pray um, and petition with thanksgiving. Present your request to, to, um, unto God. And the peace of God will transplant your understanding, will rest on those two areas of your life. And verse 8 says, finally, brethren. And here's where you need to condition your mind, your thinking. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are a good report, I don't hear anything negative in here. If there is any virtue and if there is any, anything praiseworthy, do what? Meditate on these things. The Bible says think on these things. Adjust your mindset. Do not let fear and negativity take over, dominate your mindset during this time. A sound mind stabilizes your entire being. That's why you have to refuse to entertain it. Remember, that God made you a promise. He gave you his word. Amen? Amen. I don't know. Did you get anything out of that? Yes. Y'all yes. telling me yes because y'all want me to stop talking? <laughs> no. That was the biggest. I heard you. That yes. Not louder than I heard amen. Yes. 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 Pastor Glory. Hallelujah. That's because it's only one syllable. One yes. syllable, yes! That's it. 